0: You're listening to the Metro LA Podcast, an official podcast of the LA International Church of Christ. Good morning, or afternoon, or evening, whenever you're listening to this. Um, it's great to be here. I hope you guys are well and um, thriving uh, I hope you're learning and growing at this time, that you're making the most of all the opportunities that are coming your way. Um, I know I am, and I am feeling the learn, <laughs> feeling the learn. Um, it hasn't been easy. It's, it's you know, there have been some rough days where I have felt sad, I have felt bummed, I have felt down. Um, but I am so excited to be going through what I'm going through to learn what I'm learning. And, um, you know, I, I think that a lot's happening as, as we know, so much happening in the world. Um, and you know, there's a lot of space in our souls to fill right now. And, um, I think that, you know, we can either fill that space with faith or we can fill that space with fear and um, absolutely have had days of filling that space with fear. Um, but, you know, I, I feel excited. I feel really excited to grab on to the challenges that are here, um, trying not to think too much about the ones to come Um I'm gonna smile, <laughs> put on a happy face because that releases endorphins and my body doesn't know the difference. Um, you know, I think, um, I really, really, really am striving to expand my faith right now, to rise up to the challenges that I feel that I I see all around me. And, um, you know, I, I was listening to Robert's lesson on Hebrews. I'm so thankful for him and all his wisdom and knowledge and, um, what he brings to the scriptures and to my understanding of God and who God is. And, um, very thankful for his in-depth studies of the scriptures. Um, I wanted to use, um, some scriptures out of Hebrews, uh, today. Um, starting in Hebrews chapter two, it says, um, in verse one, it says, we must pay the most careful attention, therefore, to what we have heard so that we do not drift away. The most careful attention to what we have heard. Um, that's, that's awesome, that's a good reminder. In chapter three, therefore my holy brothers and sisters who share in the heavenly calling, fix your thoughts on Jesus, whom we acknowledge as our apostle and high priest, he was faithful To the one who appointed him. You know, we have Jesus to look at as an example of someone who um, didn't live in a fantasy world. He lived in the real world. He lived with real troubles and real persecutions and real fears. And yet he was faithful to the one who appointed him. And then in um, verse six, it says, But Christ is faithful as. But Christ is faithful as the Son over God's house and we are His house if indeed we hold firmly to our confidence and the hope in which we glory. Um, this is active faith. This is faith to do these things. Um, you know, I think of, um, this is, uh, it's funny because I was thinking of how um, I started doing yoga. And it's so funny. I think yoga is such a funny, uh, interesting thing because it looks so easy. Um, even there, the pose, you know, warrior one, warrior two, it just looks like you're standing there with your hands out and your legs out. It doesn't look that intense. It just looks pretty simple. Um, but yoga is an active body. Like, when you are, like, and even it's funny because even some of the poses when I first started, I thought, um, there's real, it doesn't feel like there's a whole lot to this. But then I realized, okay, that's, you have to, you know, engage your core. You have to, Make sure you're focusing and anyway, whatever. I, I don't want to go into a yoga class here. I, I couldn't anyway, but it just, it looks easy, but it's not easy and it's strengthening and it's, it's active. It's making your body active and um it, it reminds me of what Christianity should be. Christianity could look easy. It looks um it could look like we just live in a fairy tale. You know, we think life is easy and, you know, we're um, we're just going through it. We pray. We have the right clothes. We have the right Bible or the nice husband or the kids or whatever it is we think. Sometimes it looks like it's easy. It's not. <laughs> True Christianity is not easy. Um, active faith is not easy. And these scriptures are talking about active faith. And right now, I feel it. I feel the learn. I feel how hard it is. I feel how um, intense it is to grab onto my faith through all the garbage, through um, everything happening in the world. Um, Christianity is not Passive. It's not, um, uh, weak. It's not weak. Um, it's not s- stagnant. Really, I think God makes sure it's not stagnant. I think just when things start going smoothly, it gets a little rough. <laughs> it gets a little hard sometimes. And, I think God makes sure that our faith does not grow stagnant. I think God makes sure that we don't try to cement our faith. What do I mean by that? Make it routine. Make it habit. Make it something we do without thinking. Make it something we do without our heart. Make it something we do without putting too much in, without an effortless faith. It will never be that. It will never be that. Um, and I'm thankful for that. And you know, it's times when things get rough, things get hard, things get emotionally draining, or things change up. Right now, I know a lot of you are going through a lot of changes. You're trying to figure out how to educate your kids, how to do work from home, how to um, help friends who want to know about... Uh, social justice and, you know, help people understand things and, um, yeah. So there's, there's a lot going on, a lot of change, a lot of, um, just things that are, are challenging our schedules, challenging our lives, challenging our jobs, challenging the way we do things. Um, If we are not aware, if our faith is not activated, if it's not active, then we're going to die out. Um, We're going to we're going to get caught. Um, We're going to fall. And so even though. You know, I I was kind of making fun of how Christianity can look sometimes. It looks easy and only the really sweet people become Christians and only the really the ones who grew up in great families. No, that is not. Well, if you go to our church, you'll know that is not the case. But it is a challenge in our everyday life to live out our faith. And so I titled this class Faith or Fantasy. And, you know, I, I was thinking how, you know, there's a fine line between faith and fantasy. Um, I thought of my wonderful husband. Um, he doesn't know I'm sharing about him, but, you know, he is a very faithful man. He is a visionary. He's, you know, true in his belief. He thinks big. He's always coming up with some new plan, some new way to encourage people, to inspire people, to read the scriptures to people, to um, do good. That's who he is. Like, that's who you see him in the videos or preaching or whatever, you know, he happens to be doing. But that's who I see at home. That's who he is. And you know, I think when he was a kid, he used to get in trouble um for daydreaming in class because he wasn't paying attention to what the teacher was saying at the time. <laughs> he probably already knew what she was saying, but he was planning some battle or some something, some dream was going on in his mind, and he would get in trouble for dreaming, for daydreaming. But, you know... um, and honestly, sometimes those dreams are exhausting. For me, his wife, who, um, gosh, I don't know. I don't think I'm a dreamer. I start thinking of all the details and all the planning and all the work and all that has to happen. And it starts like overwhelming me, which I have worked on. I, it's, it's, um, yeah, it's been a struggle, but I am working on it. <laughs> But, you know, I remember realizing one day um, he went to Costco to get some stuff for a party we were going to have. And we were going to invite a lot of people over the house. Well, we were going to invite, um, yeah, a handful of people over to the house. And we, you know, I did the menu and I knew what we were going to do and, you know, how many, you know, cups and plates and everything that we needed. And it came back from Costco with so much more. You know, oh, well, I got this because I figured you could make some potato salad, too. And I got this because you could do this. And I thought, why have one drink when you can have a lot of different varieties of drinks? Like, you know, Coke and tea and blah, 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 all this stuff. But, you know, he's always thinking big. He's always making it exciting. And sometimes that's overwhelming. But I will say, they our parties turn out pretty cool. Um you know, I think about a time where um, he had a group of young guys that were our daughter's age that he was training in the ministry, the Timothys. And, um, you know, he would show them his swords and his shields and his Lord of the Rings stuff, his lightsabers. And um, he would have a quote from a hero over here, a hero in history, and a quote from a Bible scholar over here. And, he has a lamp that's 2000 years old and you know he's he's got all these things all around him and in in some ways it could seem like he's just a dreamer he's 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 living in a fantasy world but you know what is the difference between faith and fantasy not much <laughs> not much Really, truly, I mean, we'll find out which of his dreams were, um, truly real dreams in the end. But, you know, the truth is, um, what I really value about his perspective is that he grabs the good from all these areas of life. Um, you know, I think of, uh, Lord of the Rings and, um, we have watched that movie the regular movie, the extended version, we've seen it in the theater, we've seen it at home. I, I couldn't even tell you how many times our whole entire family knows that movie. Um, probably we could rewrite it. Um, but there is so much to it that even though it is, yes, a fantasy movie, it draws from deep principles, that are faithful and good and pure and righteous. And, um, it, it, it reminds us of, of why, why we're in a battle. What, what is the purpose behind this battle? And, um, you know, I think in life right now, I, it's funny because there have been so many things that have bombarded our minds, have, have blasted their way into our homes. And um, it reminded me of the scripture in Hebrews 11, verse 1, that says, Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Faith is not a blindness to truth. It's not a denial of truth. Faith is not ignorant to trouble, to hardships, to suffering. Um, faith is not checked out, unaware of evil or evil intent. Um, faith is not unaware of the problems around us, the garbage, the the bad intentions, the um the the different things that happen, faith is not a hiding place, but faith is a choice to fix our eyes on Jesus to hold firm to the truth, to pay close attention to act Activate our faith, to make sure our faith is active, that at this time, our faith is active. Um, that we choose to grab on what could look like a fantasy. We choose to believe the best in people, even though we have no inkling of that showing, no... No proof that there is good in someone. Um, but it is setting our minds on what is good. That's how we make it through all this garbage. Because all of this has been happening since the creation of the world. It is just in our face right now. In Philippians 4, 8, I'll just kind of paraphrase it. It says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable, excellent, praiseworthy, think about such things. There's a lot of things we could be thinking about right now. We could be thinking and spending so much time. It doesn't mean we don't um do something in fact we must do something about the evil that goes on um, we must activate our faith but we do not allow ourselves to dwell on what is what is not this what is not true whatever you know what is noble right pure lovely these are the things we should be thinking about um i um i woke up this morning and i thought what, what are the things I'm confident in? I am confident in God. I am confident that He is good. I'm confident in the character of God, that He is, is completely good, that there is no bad in Him, that He is faithful, that He has been completely faithful in my life. Um, I'm confident that he is powerful, that he created the universe, that he created the stars, the planets, and all the universes after our universe. He is a powerful God, um, that he is wise, that he knows what we need, that he knows when we need it, that he knows what will sustain us and what will grow us and what will make us uncomfortable. He is all-knowing. He knows every person. He knows every every soul, every person that has ever lived. He knows their heart, their intention, their desire. Um, He knows everything about us. Nothing catches him off guard. He's not surprised. He's not surprised by the stuff we're surprised at. Um, He's not unaware of what is really there. This is our God. I am confident of this. Um, I'm confident that G- in Jesus, that he is the son of God, that he died for my sin, like it says in John three sixteen, that he died for the sins of the world, um, that he lived perfectly without sin. He suffered in every way, but was without sin. He didn't live in a little, a castle with no problems and people taking care of everything for him. He was in the world and he did not sin. Um, he had the victory. He, he won the victory for us and he made a way for me and for you. I'm confident in the Holy Spirit. Uh, John 16, 6 through 11, John 14, 15 through 18 talks about the Holy Spirit. And basically, he lives in us. If you're a disciple, if you're a Christian, if you've been baptized in the name of Jesus and forgiven of your sins, you have the gift of of the Holy Spirit. He lives within us. He guides us. He reminds us. He teaches us. He intercedes for us. He is aware of everything going on, and he prepares us. He will speak to the Father on our behalf. He will speak to us. Um, he's our companion, our advocate. He's our counselor. Um, he he is everything we need for living in this world. Um, you know, the other thing I'm confident about is that we'll all die. <laughs> that sounds like a bummer, but... This is just the beginning. This is just the first phase. Um, we will die, and God has prepared a place for us. And John 14, 1 through 4 talks about that. Jesus talks about that. He says, you'll have trouble, but I have prepared a place for you. This is good. These are good things. These are things I can be confident about that can help me to get out of bed in the morning, help me to you know, go to the store, to meet with people, to encourage their faith, because I am confident and sure of these things. You know, what do I hope for? I, you know, this is a little bit different, but I hope that everyone that I love will know God, will walk with God, will be at peace with God. Um, In uh, Romans 828 that, you know, God works for the good of those who love Him. And in spite of my weakness, in spite of my faults, in spite of my shortcomings, in spite of my sin, I am valuable. I am significant. I am important. I am loved and forgiven. I am not all that I wish I were, but I will be. And that is my hope. I hope that my life would bring hope and faith and love to all people, to everyone around me, to my kids, to my husband, to my friends, to my family, to everyone I meet, to the person at the store, whoever I'm around. I hope that I will see all people, well, what I don't know what I wrote there, um, that I'll be a blessing to people, that I'll be a blessing to my husband, that I will be a joy, a blessing, that I will be a, a blessing to my kids, that I will be a blessing to my family and friends and my neighbors, that because they know me, they can have greater faith and hope and love and everything else. This is my hope. Um, I hope that I will have an impact on all people around me. And I hope that no matter how dark things get, no matter how ugly this world gets, that my life will shine all the brighter, that I will be a light to this world. Um, I want to read in Psalm 23. I know some of you have memorized this and of course we we hear it often, but I I think it's such a great psalm to grab onto and to hold in our heart and um to be reminded of and it's interesting how different scriptures will hit in different ways depending on what you're going through, but um in Psalm 23 3 It says, the Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. you know, a crutch or having something that we claim we believe. But it is really claiming these promises in our everyday life. Um, this is not a fantasy. This is a choice to believe in good, to believe in righteousness. Um, you know, it's it's grabbing on to every opportunity to activate our faith to add to our faith, you know, um, to listen to music that inspires us. And, you know, when I have my quiet times in the morning, I put on, um, like birds chirping in the background and I can't have words when I'm reading my Bible, it just messes me up. So if I'm cleaning the house or doing something else, that's fine, but, uh, not when I'm reading my Bible. Um, but, you know, add to our faith with podcasts. You know, I've mentioned Woven in Truth and on um, Spotify. Um, all Robert's lessons and um, my lessons, I think, yeah, I think our lessons are all on Spotify, um, on the podcast. Um, you know, and then we have a couple surprises to come, I'll tell you later. Um, but the videos, the classes that we have, make sure you listen to them. Make sure you're you're taking time to inspire yourself, to to go to God and to pray. Um, our Bibles, do not stop reading your Bible, no matter how many podcasts or videos or books or um, anything that you're reading that inspires you. Make sure you're grounded in what is truth for sure. That if anything is not straight, it will be made, I mean, it will be made straight by the Bible. Um, Zoom, you know, don't, don't, um, don't get Zoomed out. <laughs> you know, I keep talk I keep hearing, you know, about people who are in so many Zoom calls and they, you know, it's a challenge to be focusing on a Zoom call, but just appreciate it appreciate that we can see each other's faces, that we can hear each other's voices, that we can um, laugh together. You know, take time with your family, with your kids um, to enjoy them, to appreciate them. And, you know, keep a routine. Keep yourself a a routine. Readjust your routine. Make sure your kids are on a good routine. Um, And, you know, exercise, get outside, get in the sunshine, connect with friends and family um, however you can. But, you know, I think all these things will give us true faith. This is not fantasy faith. This is true faith. This is what what um, times like this, this is how we're supposed to be living through times like this. Even though all this stuff is going on, all these things are still true. They still give life. You know, I love the part in Psalm 23 that says, um, that he refreshes our souls. I have felt that so many times God refreshes our souls. He realigns us. He helps us. He makes our way straight. So I hope that this has helped you and, um, that you are inspired, encouraged to see all that we have in Christ. And I hope that you will embrace this and that God will bless you abundantly. Love you. You've just listened to the Metro LA Podcast. For more information about our ministry, please visit MetroLARegion.com.